Good evening, everyone. Broadcasting live, April 27th, 2016. Tonight's quote from the Sangyutta Nikaya is again not the Buddha himself. This is a man named Citta. Citta uh, was a rather remarkable person, not a monk. He was a rich man and he was uh, declared by the Buddha to be preeminent among laymen who preach the, dham the Dhamma. And so there's a whole there's a whole section of the Citta Sangyutta is a record of conversations between him and monks. So he actually uh, cleared up some uh, de some debates between the monks, and that's what this quote doesn't actually show. So the quote is. Uh, giving an example and uh, it, it sounds like uh, he's repeating something that the monks already know but the truth is that the monks were divided these elder monks in fact and the question is uh, actually an interesting question for meditators the question is whether let me read the Pali Sangyojanantiwa awuso sangyojaniya dhamma tiwa Sangyojana, fetter or a bond, a, a bond or a bind And the dhammas which are bound The dhammas which are joined, conjoined Are these two things, um, are these two concepts? Ime dhamma nanatha nanabhyanjana udahu ekatha bhyanjana meva ekatha bhyanjana meva nananti Are they one in, uh, are, are they separate and different in meaning and in uh, letter in name or are they one in meaning and different in 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 letter or, or by name so the meaning is you've got that you got the the bond the the fetter the uh, that which binds things and then you've got the things that are bound together. And the question is, it's quite a deep question actually. The question is whether these are one and the same and just different in name. And some of the elders thought that the things that were bound together, the things that are bound together are actually the bind. And some thought they were separate. And then Jitta heard about this. And so he went to see the monks 
He said, Suttametang Bhante, I've heard that many monks are uh, arguing about this or, or split on this matter. And he says, they say, Ewang Gahapati, yes, householder, it is so. And uh, Chitta says that they're separate. He says, Nanatha Jeva Nanamyanjana. They're different in letter and different in meaning. And then he gives this simile uh, of, of a black cow and a white cow, and they're tied together in a rope by a rope. And wherever the white, when the white cow pulls, the black cow has to go as well. So the question is whether the black cow is feder is is holding the white cow or the white cow is holding the black cow. And the monks say, well, no, the rope is holding them both. And he says, in the same, just the same. The the eye is not a feder. Uh, sound uh, lights, visions are not a feder for the eye. Nor is the eye a feder for for visions. So. It, it's not because we see things that just seeing things is not a fetter. It's not getting uh, caught up. You don't get attached just because you see, basically. I mean, this is very deep and sort of, these are the kind of things that they would debate. And it goes to show how deep was their uh, thought process, what they were thinking about. And here, when you hear something, it's not the sound that is the the, the bond. The, the, the clinging isn't in the sound. When you smell, taste, feel, think, uh, none of these are the problem. You know, very simply, it's basically what we talk about in meditation. Uh, just because you experience something, this isn't the problem. Uh, when I was giving five-minute meditation lessons, this is how I started off. I said, this meditation is based on, on on the premise that it's not our experiences that cause us suffering, it's our reactions to them. So it's the craving, he says. Uh, Whatever chandaraga uh, appreciation and, and or desire and lust arises based on them both based on the pair of them that's the that's the bond that's what binds them and that's the bind in this case so even when you feel pain it's not the pain that's the problem. When someone's yelling at you, it's not the yelling that's the problem. When you think bad thoughts, the thoughts are not bad, they're just thoughts. They're in fact quite neutral. We once had a monk in Thailand, I don't know if I've uh, recently mentioned him, but I, no, it was in New York, I was just talking about him. Um, and uh, he, he told me, he was, he was really crazy. He, uh, He thought we were all conspiring against him. It was interesting. 
one day he came up to me and said, they're, they're talking about me over the loudspeakers, they're saying things. And uh, I said, well, I really don't think. And he said, oh, you're in with <laughs> He really thought we were all conspiring to drive him crazy at the monastery. It was quite interesting. But uh, he wants to send to me, he said, I'm having these thoughts. And I said, well, they're just thoughts. And he said, oh, no, these they're just the most horrible, you know, thoughts that you could possibly have. And, you know, in the end, a thought is a thought. And he drove himself crazy. He ended up cutting his wrists and lighting himself on fire, did all sorts of crazy things. Ended up disrobing. But uh, we, we do this. We all do this to some extent. We beat ourselves up over our thoughts. Don't think that. Can't think that. I'm so evil for thinking that. And actually, you're not. The thoughts are just thoughts. That's not where evil comes from. So actually, Jitta was teaching the monks something here. He was teaching them. Uh, and so they don't say, oh, very good, very good, like patronizing. They say, wow, labhate gapati, suladhante. It is a great gain for you, householder, that you have this deep, uh, you know, that you have the, the eye of wisdom that by you the eye of wisdom goes to the deep uh, you have a deep you have an eye of wisdom in the deep teaching of the Buddhas deep words of the Buddhas something like that so yeah the the, the bondage no? what is it that binds things then we start with well, we start with ignorance. You know, the base of all attachment is ignorance. It's just not seeing clearly. Ignorance isn't something hard to understand. It just means you didn't see it clearly enough. And, and that leads to misconception. It leads us to like things that are not worth liking and it leads to habits of preference. Uh, because we're just guessing, you know, how we, when we grow up, we do this even in this life to some extent. We ask, when, when you ask a kid which one they want, they, you know, in many cases it's, it's all the same. And when you, when, you, when you ask a meditator this, it's hard to ask them, you know, which do you, would you like this or would you like that? They're not really able to make a decision because there's no reason to pick one over the other. But we do. We build up uh, likes and dislikes often just for uh, just by chance, you know, just because of that's how the chips fall. That's where our life leads us. We acquire tastes. Uh, you know, some of it's genetic, some of it's organic, but some of it's just random. And so then the, the, the ignorance is a breeding ground. It's like darkness. You know, ignorance is, is a direct uh, you know, parallel to the, the darkness. It's mental darkness. So 
you know anything about if you if you think about darkness not only is it impossible to see what is right but it's a breeding ground of all sorts of things uh, it's a breeding ground of bacteria it's a breeding ground of uh, viruses and a virus i don't know bacteria i guess you know rotten things things rot in the dark mold grows fungus grows in the dark and so all these rotten things in our minds grow based on our ignorance and all it takes is to shine a light in when you shine a powerful light in the darkness disappears so you don't have to worry about getting rid of the ignorance but the bad things start to shrivel up as well. The rotten things start to dry up and wither away because they rely on the darkness for support. So how do we shine this, this light in? It's a little more, little more complicated than just shining a light, a little bit more complicated because there's different aspects. And I wrote, I, I did a video, if you know my video on pornography and, and uh, pornography and masturbation, I think, um, and addiction in general. Um, it was that there are, I, I'd, I'd for a long time, you know, had this concept of three, three things, three aspects to an addiction. Uh, the the uh, the object which is a, either seeing hearing smelling tasting feeling or thinking a thought you know it can be something you see that that leads to desire something you hear something you smell something you taste something you feel or something you think uh, so that's the first thing the second thing is is the pleasure that comes from it you could do the same with pain as well so the the, the when something when you see something and it makes you happy when you hear something it makes you happy so there's that aspect of it and then the third is the the, the desire which is not the feeling but it's this uh, this attraction like a magnet a clinging like a pressure in the mind the stickiness and going back and forth between those three, I, this is what I talked about in this, this video, and I found this in the, in the Buddha's teaching. The Buddha said some teachers teach one or the other, but uh, you know, the, the best teacher teaches all three. Teaches the, the base, teaches the feeling, and teaches the uh, attachment. So this is how we deal with addiction specifically. If you want to deal with your attachments, Go back and forth between these three. And uh, you know, every time it comes up, just be methodical, systematic, and you'll start to change those habits. You'll start to override this, this ignorance because you'll see that, oh, yeah, well, there really isn't anything desirable about that at all. Eventually, once your wisdom gets stronger, you just don't have any, any desire for the things you used to desire. You look at it and you rightly see that it's not worth desiring. So that's the Dhamma for tonight. Do we have any questions? You guys can go ahead then.
there anything you can say about mindfulness of falling asleep? Similar experience to dying, but find it very difficult. Well, you can try, you know, you try to be mindful up until the moment you fall asleep. If you're if you're really good, you can know whether the whether you fell asleep on the rising or the falling. But uh, you know, you just be mindful until you fall asleep. It's not something you should worry about or, or strive for. You just work at it. When you lie down at night, you know, try to take it as lying meditation. Don't just fall asleep. But it works better when you're on a meditation course. In life, of course, it's very difficult to be that mindful. Any other questions? I think there's a bit of a lag between what I say and what comes up in the chat. Anyway, if you have questions, I'll come to post them tomorrow. Should be back. So have a good night, everyone.